I was busy thinking about tracks. Spanel. Tracks. Spanel. Tracks. Spanel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did that quite well. I'm Tim. And I'm Harry. And this is episode number 67 of our aforementioned wonderful music podcast. Brighton's premiere, some people say. <laughs> <laughs> we, we might be those some people. We may be those people, but who really cares? Someone's saying it, so that's a good thing. Yeah. What have we got in store this week? Mate, we got a lot of stuff in store. It's all coming <laughs> We're talking about a very <laughs> certain track, which we've kind of given you a little brief intro to. Lord, we don't want to split it up much this week. It's all very, very focused. Yeah. But it's a good one. As I say, towards the very end of the episode, I believe, I can see into the future, and that is what I'm going to say at the end of the episode. Uh, my cheeks hurt from recording it, so it must be a good one. Or you just been slapped around. Oh, man. The things you do to me while we record are frankly... Record it properly, Tim! Not for public consumption, but probably necessary to keep <laughs> me in line. Anyway, we should probably just get into it. Yeah. Uh, which side of your hand do you like to slap me with? Um, Instead of that side... I like to use the flip side of my hand, (laughs) which no one's ever said. It really pings. (laughs) See you there, listeners. Shall we begin? Let's begin now. You alright, mate? Hello there, Tim. How's it going? Yeah, it's alright, thanks. How are you? Uh, I'm very well, thank you. It's been a good week. Yeah. How's your week been? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, as we're talking, all I can think of is uh, Komodo, Komodo Mayo, and I, I would really like to be like them. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? <laughs> I love the way they they opened some of them. I did. I listened to one the other day where Komodo was writing a letter or an email, and he was just finishing an email, yeah. and then he was like, okay, I'm done. Yeah, they're very, very uh, uh, nonchalant in yeah, their starts. Smooth stances. I mean, I thought we started without much effort but they really it's just the microphones have come on and yeah. they're in a room just so, probably one of the best sounding podcasts I've ever heard as well yeah I mean you can tell proper, that's in a proper soundproofed room yeah. like just there's a warmth to it yeah we've got fridges in the back of us <laughs> yeah <laughs> but there's a reason a lot of people fall asleep to their podcast like they mention it quite regularly that really it's one of the like main uses of it I fall asleep to it like I've just started. It's there's just a warmth. It's just a. It's like mm. being hugged by a duvet. Listening to it. Ooh. Listening to things I have no idea what anyone's talking about. <laughs> I do. Um, yeah, I've had a really good week. Thank you. What it's, have you been up to, mate? Uh, lots of things. Uh, work and uh, I went up to uh, somewhere norther of here. Norther of here. More north of here. Furthest north Norther. I've ever been. Do you know what? There was, there was a point when I was on the train and I saw Stoke-on-Trent and I thought, where the hell am I? <laughs> I had no idea. In the potteries. I thought that was... Well, firstly, there was a place called Newcastle or something and I was like, why am I, why am I in Newcastle <laughs> right now? Uh, yeah, I was in North It would have taken Wales. you a very long time to accidentally get to Newcastle. I yeah, know I know. Accidentally I was on this on the train, train that I'd never been on before. The ones that are good, like a little shop in them. And I thought, what if they're super oh, quick? Oh, I like those ones. And like... I didn't like the northern trains because... They're not northern trains that sorry, go to Wales. Nor- northern from London. What I mean is there's, you know, southern rail and stuff and then you've got the, whatever they're called, the... Yeah. 
the Northern Rail. Um, <laughs> it went up to Manchester, so... Okay. Anyway... Your Virgin? Yeah. Yeah. Virgin. But it was just like, it seems cramped in there. So much more cramped than a Southern train. Because... You are ridiculous. What? I've never met such a Southerner. You will try and pick on anything. Virgin trains are lovely. No, no. They're not. <laughs> <laughs> like, the aisle is thinner. The... The seats are somehow... The seats are so big that there's almost no room in there. And, like, you've got to walk through, like, a little pathway and then open another door before you get in. Whereas, if you know Southern Trains, you you walk in, you've got a big kind of square. If you've been on the London Underground, then you'll know kind of what I mean. There's, like, an area that you can stand and then you move to the right and left and it's quite open. Southern Rail and stuff is a little bit like that. I just really like my trains, mate. I can't um, help but feel you might just be filling because you don't really want to talk about what you've been up to this week. I'm talking Am about I trains. Right? <laughs> no, I would love to talk about what I was up to, but it's it's none of anybody's business. It's private and confidential. It's private and confidential. Um, Except for people called Lucy who are listening. So, hello. <laughs> hello out there. Hello, Lucy. Um, you can cut that bit if you want. No, it's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, I had, a, I had a really, really lovely weekend. Lovely stuff, so, mate. Yeah, uh, what, pleased for you. <laughs> what, what were you up to? Um, I've been up to all kinds of shenanigans, really. Yeah, it's been a busy week. Lots of outness. Um, went to a. I went to a club where it was literally the only people in there were me and my two compatriots. Not a single other person. Really, a that club. Was, a little, a little club. Because we did... But a club nonetheless. The Great Escape thing was... I don't know how many people that was. It might not have been you, actually, but we went into that place with uh, cheap cheap drinks and there were, like, oh, like weird round bar sofas. where we got all the Jägermeister. It might have been that. Yeah. That the was, round sofa. That was me, like you, we Jake, and Lizzie, and we were the only people Lizzie, in there. that was it. Yeah. I was going to say there was a girl there, and I can't remember who it was. It was my sister. Sister. Um, no, but this was like we got there at like four o'clock or three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and it was like pumping music. And we had to pay for entry. Oh God! And got in, there and there was not another person. Did they lure you in from outside? Uh, they lured that's me. Not in. A, that's not a good sign, then, is it? But do you know what? I like. I seized the initiative. I carpeed that DM. And I was just like, right, there's no one else in here. So that DJ is now my DJ. And I got him to play all sorts of stuff. And he loved it. Everyone else loved it. All three of us loved it until some other people arrived. But I got uh, Kendrick Humble playing. I got um, No More Parties in LA playing. What else did I get? I got a few other things. I got some great stuff. Okay. So I kind of just got to listen to music that I liked really loud in an empty room. So I've been at home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But with paying for entry. Yeah, uh, but right. yeah, that was quite good. Um, was it good? I don't know. I feel like I started out telling that story thinking yeah, it was going to be a bad story. Yeah, a little story. bit shag. <laughs> <laughs> Loads of other people came afterwards. Basically what this place is, they sort of scoop up all the people who have left somewhere else that has closed. And it just so happened that where we had been had closed earlier than everywhere else. So right. we were the first to be scooped. So we had a good 30 minutes all to ourselves. Was it on West Street? No, it was like down on the seafront on a ramp called Mono. Shout out Mono. Okay. Mono the vampire. Uh, <laughs> Mono the vampire. <laughs> uh, yeah, but an interesting one. And now we're back here. Obviously, yeah. there is a bit of an elephant in the room that we should probably address mm. in that this episode's a bit late, isn't it? Yeah. What happened? 
Um, so we recorded an episode um, last week. Plenty of time to edit all Loads. that stuff. It was last Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, got thought like right, let's edit it on the Thursday. I'd be like five days early. Uh, memory card was in pieces. <laughs> Connected. It it was just kind of shattered, and yeah. uh, I looked it up. Apparently, the the plastic teeth is you need them for it to work, and one of them is missing. Yeah. So that was never going to happen. Which is madness. I, I mean, don't. I honestly have no idea how it happened either. Yeah, but it's also madness that you can see the little gold bit, which is where surely the stuff is happening. That's where all the and then a little plastic tooth comes off, and it all goes <laughs> pear shaped. I don't understand. You um, need your plastic casing, mate. Didn't your mum ever tell you that when you were a kid? Um, about take, my lunch take box. your plastic casing. That when I was just like walking to school with arms full of bananas and <laughs> apples and sandwiches. She's like, you need the plastic casing to get a lunch box. Do you remember lunch boxes? Do you remember what you had? Um, did you have ones with things on it? Uh, yeah, I. I don't really remember. I, so I, I did. I remember having a red one, but I don't really remember what the. I think I had a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one. Solid choice. I always quite liked Spider-Man. Didn't like, me? I was very. Uh, clear on the fact that I wanted like the plastic ones with the little clasp, like a little suitcase one, instead yeah. of like some people had the sort of fabricy zippy ones. No, I wasn't a fan never, of them. I've never had one of those. No, but you know the ones I mean. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I always had a. I think I had a red one with a yellow clasp. Yeah, I like that. It was lovely stuff, wasn't it? Yeah, with little compartments. Feel like you're going to deliver the budget at Parliament. <laughs> <laughs> but instead, you take out a ham sandwich. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's the elephant. I don't know how we got there. Oh, yeah, plastic <laughs> casing. But So I should say, um, I believe there's probably going to be some excited listeners from my family at this stage expecting a Yorkshire Day episode. Yeah. Because this episode has now come out after Yorkshire Day, we've we scrapped it. Apologies. Dad, we're going to have to get you on the show now to play Cabaret Voltaire because it's the only way it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, give me a text and tell me when you're free and we'll get it booked in. Um, but... We should really get on to what we are actually here to talk about, which is music and weeks music highlights. Go. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, so it's going to feel a bit weird because I did a slight chatter reviewy kind of thing of this album last week. Yeah, uh, sorry, well. done it. The lost tapes. Yeah. And close this. That's gone. But I'm going to do it again um, because I need people to know my view on this. Yes. <laughs> of course. Uh, so an album came out on the I believe it's the twenty first of July. Um, an album that I've been looking forward to for a long time. The album is Flower Boy by Tyler the Creator or Scumfuck Flower Boy. Mm. Um, the the title I prefer, I must say. Definitely prefer it. Um, yeah. I'd like to know the reasoning of Flower Boy. I'm sure it's just because of not being it able to put scumfuck radi- everywhere. Yeah, radio edits and stuff. I reckon. Yeah. Like you can't have radio stations constantly saying. That's the new single from Scumfuck Flower Boy. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, kids. <laughs> that was Scumfuck Flower Boy. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you can do that. Uh, no. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so um, this was... I had high expectations, to say the least, because he's always... Well, I was going to say he's always um, kind of done me proud with his new releases. I have to say uh, Cherry Bomb was one that definitely grew on me and it doesn't stand apart from a few big numbers on there like Smuckers um, and Keep the O's it didn't really hold me so I, I listened to it a lot when it came out and would go back to it every now and then 
especially if I have a little Tyler time, I'll go back and listen to some of that. But it's one that's, you know, I won't go back to it as much as I would with Wolf, per se. Like that, Wolf was kind of, that's what I wanted this to be like, slash, as good as. So I have to say, on a whole, this has absolutely blown me away. It we're, we're getting here a definitely the best uh, work from Tyler to date. From start to finish, I think we're getting better production, better writing, honesty, or more honesty. Uh, I think we're getting something a little closer to his heart than in previous uh, records. Um, he's always been quite experimental um, and I think with this we're getting more and more influences come through and we're seeing him really become a master craftsman at the art of creating an album and something about him he's always been quite a picturesque writer he's always been somebody that paints a picture in your mind whether it comes down to just the music itself, uh, lyricism, musicality and instrumentation and stuff, but also with album covers and a lot of them have, um, you know, he puts everything into a project. So you'll have uh, in previous years with Bastard and um, Goblin and Wolf, you had a kind of, he did that trilogy kind of thing and there was a story element to each one and it came kind of Star Wars-y so you had it kind of went backwards and that definitely painted a picture in that but I think with this you're getting Cherry Bomb kind of went away from that a little bit I think uh, that's how I took it anyway um, but this you're getting such vivid imagery like I've I've bought the record now um, I think it comes in like eight weeks if it does come bloody hell uh, yeah I know it's annoying um, but I bought it just because of the, the cover it's a great cover it's some of my favourite sleeve art of this year by yeah. miles it's stunning it yeah. really is lovely I always feel like he like to me he he's sort of like a cartoon villain and like mm. he lives in this kind of weird cartoon world that he's created himself and like I don't know if you saw a couple of years ago when he did he brought out his first clothesline and like he did like the live yeah. show that got streamed and even that it didn't it sort of didn't look like real clothes or like real people wearing the clothes it all just looked really bright and really weird yeah. and like yeah, some kind of like early 90s Nickelodeon. Absolutely, that's exactly, right. it's quite, I wouldn't say childish necessarily, or sometimes yeah. I would say that. Um, he's just, he really is a creator, his, his name really works, isn't it? Spot on, he's done well there. Um, so the reason why I say this is kind of a really personal album, and I won't go too long about this, but um, we'll see, um, <laughs> is because from the very beginning you're getting this song forward which uh, straight away goes into kind of asking himself questions and straight away you know right I'm in Tyler's head now mm. and we're in a really personal space and that stays there throughout the album with a few breaks every now and then I'm gone I'm gone and I'm finished and I ain't seen my friends in a minute I guess that nothing lasts forever nothing lasts forever you get um the next song with Frank Ocean uh, in it, and it's always good to hear a Frank Ocean kind of collaboration for me personally. I just enjoy it. Um, and then that kind of goes into like enjoying the moment and stuff, and he covers all these areas. Um, and there's this really interesting part in the third track sometimes when he says at the end, 
it's like a little radio skit and it says what song you want to hear the one about me then you get see you again which is one of my favorite al- uh, songs from the album and this is kind of talking about his ideal lover and he exists behind my eyelids which is one of the parts in it and um that's when you start to get what a lot of the commotion has been about with this album you can't hide you can't kind of not what am i trying to say you can't you can't avoid you can't avoid what all the all the talk has been about yeah which has been people saying that this is his coming out album and we're not going to get into that really because whether it is or isn't i think this is just about him opening up and being himself as much as he can and mm just expressing all kinds of feelings he talks about loneliness uh, he talks about being bored about his life he talks about all kinds of things um just before i pick a song that i want to play i do just want to say one last thing about that which is one of my kind of favorite parts of the album and it's really like it's really on the nose and obvious what he's saying and i just think it's really interesting and i find it a bit of a and it What's the word? It's an elation. It's an elative. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know what you're trying to say now, mate. Um, The word brings elation to kind of when you're listening to it. You feel elated. Yeah. When you hear this music. When you hear this bad. And that's in uh, November, which is a really cool song about um, kind of the best moment in your life. Mm-hmm. And it's a bit when he says that all my day ones turned to three fours because of track seven, and which I also found out um, kind of reverts back to older Tyler with a track called seven, and then it also reverts back to track seven in this, which is Garden Shed, which is seen as the kind of the coming out, the coming out something kind of thing, yeah. And it, just a a word on his. Sorry, but a word on his wordplay. I think he's one of the best out there. Mm. Had it. Amazing. Um, the album from start to finish is amazing. I really, really implore people to go and listen to it from start to finish. Um, there are some heavy tracks in there as well. Some ones where he kind of goes back to Tamale style kind of Tyler and yeah. those kind of things. And I think they sit really nicely in the album at certain parts. I know you kind of disagree with uh, one of them, Who That Boy. Yeah, I, that that's the one for me. I, I've really enjoyed this album. I've listened yeah. to it um, more times than I I kind of expected to actually. Um, even after the first listen, I thought mm, I'm not I'm not completely sure that I'm fully on board with this. Like I, there were bits that I really enjoyed, but I've kind of gone back to it quite a few times. But Who That Boy in particular, like for me, I just can't listen to it. I, it's gotten to the point now where I know the song before it I know that's about to finish and I'm already ready to skip because I, I just can't bear it. it I just I think the way the songs bleed into each other yeah. means that I'm I'm kind of always yeah. ready for it it's yeah. a bit but like I, if I mean that, if you go back and listen to Cherry Bomb the title track for that Cherry Bomb yeah. was so in your face and at the, at the beginning I used to skip that but it's, it's no it's no sort of um artistic judgment on it saying oh it's a terrible song it's just me saying for me it literally just hurts my head i I can't take it i'm a soft little man (laughs) uh right so uh choosing a song is never going to be easy on an album that i love start to finish um but let's go with see you again it's my favorite track nice Cool. 
and to see you again by Tyler the Creator. I said, okay, 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 do get my infatuation and translate into another form of what you call it. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, I ain't met you, I've been looking, stopped the waiting for, I stopped the chasing like an alcoholic. You don't understand me, what the fuck do you mean? It's them roast in the cheeks, yeah, it's them dirt color eyes. Sugar, honey, iced tea, bumblebee on the scene, yeah, I give up my bakery to have a piece of your pie. 2020-2020 visions, Cupid hit me, Cupid hit me with precision, I wonder if you look... Thanks for listening to that, guys. Uh, right, Tim, highlight? Uh, my highlight is nowhere near as highlighterific as yours because that was clearly going to be one of your favourite things of the year. This is just a song I really like. Um, it comes out of a Danish man. A Dane. A great Dane. Could this be our first Danish song? I think quite possibly. I can't remember ever playing any, playing any Danish music. But here it comes. It's by Trent Muller. Okay. I think that's how you pronounce it. How would you pronounce an O with like a diagonal line through it? Eh. I would go Muller. But I've made that up. I'm just going Trent Muller. Mochler. Yeah, Mochler. We could go with that, although I can't really say it. And I feel we like, haven't a clue. I feel like for listeners at home, you go Mochler. isn't going to sound that nice. So no. I'm going to go with Trent Muller. Basically, he's this guy. He's Danish. And he used to supposedly, so the story goes make like deep house music and like minimal techno before uh, expanding his live set and basically getting into all kinds of different uh, eclectic kind of music but generally the kind of running theme was that it all had a bit of a dark edge and uh, since hearing this particular song that I'm going to play I've gone and like dipped into a few various different bits and honestly some of his back catalogue, he's had eight albums since 2004, and some of it, you would not guess for a second that it was all by the same person. It's really kind of bizarrely uh, varied. Okay. But to go full circle, to get to why I'm picking this as a musical highlight of the week, he has just put out a song which is called Hands Down, and it features uh, one of my favourite musicians of the last, I don't know, 5, 10, 15 years and I think one of the most kind of enigmatic characters on the indie scene. It's Warpaint's Jenny Lee Lindbergh, who obviously uh, star of the Swim Deep song, for people who maybe aren't um, au fait with Warpaint. But basically just seen as this kind of big icon. She's their bass player and she's always got different colour hair. She always looks amazing, really cool, really interesting. And yeah, she's featuring on this track and it's just right up my street. Again, I feel like loads of my highlights recently have just been stuff where I'm like, yeah, it's just completely my thing. But it very much is my thing. It starts with this kind of bass line that hints at, like, for a split second you think it's going to go into, like, The Cure or something. Like, it feels like it could go really happy. And then very, very suddenly it just kind of goes a bit a bit war paint and a bit dark. And, like, yeah, yeah turns into... It starts out feeling like a war paint song but with the vocals sounding like they've got a kind of blood orange infused feel to them uh and it kind of goes through all that and then you get just before the second chorus the guitars kind of kick in they go really really heavy all of a sudden get really scuzzy and then it it starts to feel kind of like late 80s british indie for a moment and then weirdly there's like this bit where it's kind of a little breakdown where you get this drum beat 
which is sort of spaced in alongside the normal drumbeat, which sounds like a gunshot. And it all gets really dark and really strange. And then it just sort of lifts. It weirdly just lifts out of nowhere and becomes sunny and becomes a bit more like The Cure again um, before ending like a New Order song. And like, I know there's so many different kind of references in that, but like really when you listen to it, it does feel like, um, it feels like a whole playlist of all the kind of indie stuff that I enjoy listening to and might go and listen to squashed into like two minutes, 45 seconds. Mm. And I quite really enjoy it. You've got loads of Jenny singing. You've got loads of this Trent Muller guy doing his thing. And it's just an interesting track. Um, it also, something that appeals to me is that the other week we were talking about remixes and how much we like them, how interesting they can be. It's a single with just two tracks. And the second track is uh, Trent Muller's blissed out remix of the same song. His own remix of his own song, which is what I think is interesting. It's like he had the original concept in his mind, but he could also completely flip it. Both are really, really good, but I want to play the normal version. And I'm going to, whether you like it or not. This is Trent Muller featuring Jenny Lee Lindbergh with Hands Down. there you have it Harry any thoughts uh yeah cool <laughs> I had um, some I in, I in liked it um there was a, so much going on yeah it's a lot it was like it? four different songs that were just kind of split into bits uh I think my main takeaway from that which you didn't mention was that it just sounded a bit like a drums song the drums yeah um which makes perfect sense that you'd like it because you were a big fan of I it. was I continue to be of the first three albums. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really liked it. I'd be interested to hear more. Nice. Yes, and you can hear more very soon because there is an album coming in the near future. Not all going to have Jenny Leon, but I think it's going to be one to check out. Sweet Tomato. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Musical highlights of the week. Done with that weird noise. <laughs> So, listeners, if you've been alive in the last week, certainly online in the last week, you will have heard this. I was busy dreaming about boys, boys, boys. Yes, that is Charlie XCX's new single, Boys. It has been kind of blowing up online specifically because of the video. And I'll tell you what, it's been blowing up in my head. If I didn't know we were going to do this as the main bit of this episode, it would have been my musical highlight of the week because it's just this kind of weirdly simple but brilliant banger. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Who have we got on the show to tell us more about it? Lord Voldemort. (laughs) Uh, it's very simple it's like simplified kind of pop isn't it but yeah in a kind of nice way 
Yeah. But the real reason we're focusing on it is because of the video, as I say. Uh, essentially, what you get is an endless array of well-known male faces essentially doing what girls are normally asked to do in music videos. They're um, playing with puppies. They're kind of rubbing themselves. They're posing and looking all pretty. I can't really think of all the poses they're in right now, but I'll tell you what, they're doing them all. They're pillow fighting. I remember pillow fighting. Yep, they're eating things and brushing their teeth and... Yeah, dancing, eating pancakes. Oh, there's the bit where like one of them like sprays champagne all over the other one, and they're like rubbing their chests. <laughs> Basically, the whole idea behind it is that it subverts the kind of dominant tropes uh, sexualizing women in pop videos, yeah. um, subjects men to what is essentially the male gaze, uh, and it's just really, really interesting. I think um, it's got a lot of people thinking about. Um, you know, it is a, a subject that has long been talked about how women are uh, portrayed and objectified in certain music videos and especially in certain musical genres but I think this the way that it has been done kind of gives a new slant on it a really interesting slant on it but not necessarily in a really kind of uh, out there political way in it's a, a fun, fun way, yeah. playful way and um, it was directed by Charlie XCX herself and she's spoken about it and said that um that was the way that she wanted to get that message out there and that the people she chose for the video are basically one, you know, because they were up for it, but two, because like they all had a real sense of humor and they understood the concept and what they were trying to kind of um, highlight. Yeah. Basically it's huge. Yeah. And we just had to pay tribute to it and we thought we might get some extra listens from it. So <laughs> we're here. <laughs> Can I just uh, say, so you say this is a huge video. Um, I Hopefully you don't know the exact, the exact number. Do you know exactly how many men are in this? How many men? Yeah. Too many men. Too many men. Um, Too many men in the video. Too many men. <laughs> um, I'm going to say 43. 60. 60? Yeah. 60? Oh. 60. Oh. That's a lot. I know. So many, Tim. I've I've skimmed through this to kind yeah. of see the names I know and that. And when I looked at the list, oh, wow. It's brilliant as well because, like, you're watching it and you start... It starts off with Joe Jonas, who... Not someone I know a huge amount about, but I know his face. Um, very early on, you get Mark Ronson and Ezra Koenig, who obviously are people that we're very, very familiar with. But, like... Uh, that's by about five seconds in. You've already got a load of famous faces and you're just thinking, like, oh, that must be all of them soon. And it just yeah. keeps on going. You can't believe it by the end. Adds a new one in every now and then. Yeah. And every every now and then one of them's a massive shock. Yeah. And there's going to be people in here as well that you you might know but don't really know what they look like. For yeah. example, Flume is yeah. in there. Didn't really know what he looked like. Chromio, I didn't really know what they looked like. Yeah. Um, it's generally the like the dancey music people, isn't it? They kind of hide yeah. behind the the barrier yeah, of definitely. sound. Uh, <laughs> so I know what you're thinking at home, listeners. How the hell are they going to drag an episode out of this? And we had the same questions. But literally, in the magic of editing, it's going to sound like we knew what we are doing. So we're going to start out with the first question, inspired by this video, this iconic immediately iconic exciting video we're gonna start mm -hmm. with the question <laughs> have i built it up enough yet massively 
Um, the first question is, who's your favourite bit in it? Favourite bit in it? Ooh, favourite business bit in it. Uh, it's, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking down the list now, and for the questions that we have in mind, I thought, mm, not really sure, and that, there's so many, Tim. Um, so the favourite kind of bit, uh, I think you'll be annoyed that I'm going to do this, but it is Ezra and Mark Ronson. Screw you. I know. Cause We're going to have to talk about them at some point. Okay, <laughs> so we'll go there straight away. Uh, for people who don't know, who is Ezra Koenig? Ezra Koenig is lead singer uh, of Vampire Weekend. He is. Uh, like, a track show hero. One of the funniest people on Twitter, and I feel like just one of the most humorous people in music. Yeah. Uh, I absolutely love him. And he, interestingly, as you say, appears with Mark Ronson. Yeah. Now, I'm not one to start conspiracy theories, but everyone else who appears in a duo in the video either are a double act has made an album together or has made some songs together or worked together yes and then we have these two Mm. is this a clue about what is to come we know that there is vampire weekend music to come this year and also we know that mark ronson hasn't been particularly active for quite a while yeah which makes you think if he's if there's not been a lot of presence with him that we know about he's he's down in the studios and Ezra's one that his projects often just sort of spring up a bit out of nowhere. Yeah. Do we think there's a collaboration going? Well, a I, super group? Um, collaboration, certainly, I think, because, I mean, Ezra's worked with quite a few people. He's done some quite interesting things. He's yeah. worked with Subtract. Um, I can definitely see him doing something with Mark Ronson. I mean, why wouldn't you? They're... You know, Vampire Weekend and Mark Ronson aren't too far from each other in terms of kind of when they were releasing albums or when they were at their most popular kind of stages in their careers. Um, So would they be friends? Yes, possibly. But friends isn't enough to be brushing their teeth together or no, blowing drying their hair. They were getting ready in the morning. They'd spent the night together. Were they getting ready for a collaboration? Yeah. I hope so. And what I really hope is that... Because obviously Ronson does his thing and he gets a lot of people to uh, lend guest vocals to it. What I'm really hoping, and this has got me uh, quite excited for, is the idea that this wouldn't just be Ezra lending vocals to a Ronson song. I'm hoping for a proper collaboration between the two. Do you think? Because I think that could be fascinating. I don't think I don't necessarily think that's going to happen, but I think it would, would be, be absolutely great. fascinating if it did. Yeah. I would love to see what would come out of that. I think we're almost definitely going to... Well, almost definitely, I shouldn't say that. Of all the possibilities, I think it would most likely be a new album coming from Mark Ronson with a new single with uh, Ezra on it. That seems like something that is very possible, especially with the kind of people that Mark Ronson has worked with in the past. It j- just kind of makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Completely. But that was kind of one of our main takeaways from the whole thing, wasn't it? And uh, definitely the yeah. most interesting thing. Yeah. Aside from the fact that also Rostam of formerly of Vampire yeah. Weekend is also in the video and he's not with Ezra. So that reunion isn't happening. Yeah. But he is getting his hair cut. He is. Th- yeah. <laughs> Very, yeah. Wispy. Wispy. Wispy hair. Yeah. With the best second name ever. 
Batman Garley or something. Yeah, but it's just got Batman in it. Yeah. <laughs> His name is actually Batman. <laughs> Legally. Yeah. What a guy. What a hero. Um, so it's a little bit difficult really whether I I mean they haven't worked together, so you can't really play something. Um so it's somebody that we haven't really heard all that much from in quite a while now. But um he did release something a year or two ago which was uh, a collaboration with uh, Kevin Parker of Tame Impala, which was Daffodils, which was a funky, awesome tune. And I'd like nothing more than to play that right here. Tim, I'm going to fire this question straight back at your face. Oh, that hurt. <laughs> but, um, Hilarious. <laughs> the, if you could have seen this as my uh, visual dramatics there were much more interesting than my oh, yeah. vocal dramatics. It's just a shame they can't see. I know, the, the medium is the message though, as Marshall McLuhan taught us. Um, yeah. Bit of <laughs> media studies for you there. Um, That's where I learned the whole male gay stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so my favourite bit basically I like the people who are doing silly things in this video Mm. and not the kind of obvious things and just like you I enjoy the Ezra bit because he's brushing his teeth and I think that looks weird and I also enjoy the fact that one of the most kind of uh, credible hip relevant artists in British music right now, yeah. and also one of the hardest looking blokes around. What he's doing in this video is eating cereal out of a tiny, tiny little pink bowl. Such a quick scene as well. Yeah. It's Stormzy. I mean, the biggest that our music scene has right now. Yeah, and he's, is it Fruit Loops or something? I'm not really sure what he's eating, Makes but sense. it just kind of, it. He Something about it tickles me. He doesn't come into it again, does he, either? You see some milk being poured on said cereal, which I think is being poured by him, but he gets, like, yeah, one or two very quick cuts, and that's it. Mm. But it's enough. It's enough for him to have stolen the show a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Big really, time. really, really enjoy it. Um, and it's a nice that we uh, haven't really spent enough time playing and focusing on this show. Um, yeah. You know, there's he's kind of come up in passing conversations, but uh, for whatever reason, you know, I don't, <laughs> who knows what the reason is? Um, not really got the props he deserves. I'm a big, big fan of his last album, which didn't come out that long ago, uh, Gang Signs and Prayer, and I would love the opportunity to play a little bit of it. Uh, and I'm looking at this and I'm wondering... What song would I like to play? I'm going to go for uh, Cigarettes and Kush. Because I think that's an absolute banger. <laughs> What's that noise mean? Not sure. You don't like that one? No, I do. Oh. It was like a, ooh. <laughs> oh, edgy. 
Edgy. <laughs> so edgy. Cigarettes and kush. Oh, stop. Turn off the podcast, mum. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I would like to play that. I think it is one of my highlights of the video. And I don't really have much more to say. So before I just literally repeat these words for the ninth <laughs> time, I'm going to play the song. Here it is. <laughs> You don't never let me down. Got those cigarettes and kush. So you have it, that was Stormzy with cigarettes and kush. And we move on to the next part of this by no means poorly constructed podcast. What we're talking about next is who surprises you the most as you watch the faces flash by. Who could you just think? Did I just see him? Yeah. Uh, so my number one pick, I'm actually going to leave out because I think it's going to be yours. Uh, so I'm going to go with, and we really do have a big array of people, which is why I think once you've seen it, you realise that it's not that shocking. But I am I would say I was most surprised when Matt DeMarco turned up. Because mm. um, everyone else is quite good on there. Fuck off. <laughs> they've got some real... They've got the... What's his face? The Josh Ostro, Ostrovsky, a.k.a. the fat Jewish. If you're not going to say he's a bit shit, then don't talk about Mackie. Mackie D's. Um, so yeah, Mac the Marker turns up with his guitar and his in his shirtless body. And, dad bod, uh, as you his, rightly termed it earlier. Yeah. It's a very much a dad bod, which I believe is in right now. Uh, yeah, it's, it's quite in. Um, I think it's one of them things, isn't it? People are... Things move around, don't they? What's acceptable and what's not apparently acceptable. And yeah. Apparently men, for men, that's good now. Shit. Um, <laughs> good for me. <laughs> um, so yeah, he kind of turns up with... He kind of turns towards the camera. And because I remember when you, you sent me this link and I hadn't heard anything about it yet. And straight away... The thing, because you said, have you seen this yet? Like, what the fuck or something. So I was looking for something or somebody that was really shocking. Because at, at the beginning, there were some faces that I didn't know. And I just thought it's just a video of some people. Then I kind of saw Mark Ronson and that. I thought, oh, maybe he's talking about them. Then I saw a guy that looked, I thought, like Jack Pinyasa. It wasn't. And then, <laughs> and then I saw Matt DeMarco. And I was like, I don't know what Tim is trying to get at here. Apparently it was just, you know, all of them, really. Um, and the tune. And the tune itself. Um, yeah, so he just kind of turns up. And he is quite different to quite a lot of the artists and things on here. I mean, there are a, a, a big array of people and stuff, but he does kind of sit in his own bracket. Then again, there are some indie figures in there. Quite yeah, a few, which we will come so. on to, but... They're all British ones, so he is an interesting addition. Yeah, from that point of view, um, and he's also the only person who um, kind of very clearly does a musicy kind of thing. 
Yeah, with his guitar. He's got a big, like, they're not called flying Vs, are they? They're slightly different, but he's got, like, a big, like, sort of pointy white guitar yeah. that he sort of rubs around the back of his head and stuff. Yeah, just kind of sexily just <laughs> twists with his legs and turns and faces the camera. He got and my think, male gaze, that's for sure. I think he's in it later on as well, licking his lips or something. Yeah. Um, and he's quite funny because he's... Uh, He's one of these guys that doesn't really get away with trying to look sexy. Because <laughs> he's <laughs> like, not sexy. Like he really doesn't. Like, there are some very attractive men in there that do some very, you know, saucy things. And you're like, it's a very saucy man. Whereas uh, Mac kind of turns around looking sexy. Some, some people might think it was sexy. Um, but yeah, it kind of stands out <laughs> um, like a sore thumb. But, you know, not in a bad way. I think he's a very sexy man. I mean, as we talk right now, I am pointing a picture of him doing his sexy pose at Harry, and yeah, I mean, I think lovely stuff, a hundred percent on that, boat. on that bod. Um, so yeah, like that's kind of a big one for me, <laughs> obviously as well, because apart from the the figures that we kind of talked about, he's one that I kind of least expected to be in there because he's also. I mean, he, yeah, he's got quite a big name for himself now, but there are some huge names in there, and I don't think I wouldn't have ever put Mac up with those. Yeah. No. But, um, you know, we have played a lot of Mac before, um, but fuck it. He's in here, so we're going to play something. Um, so I'm going to play something from another one, which is uh, The Way You'd Love Her. again with your second pick and my second pick is the one the only a kind of indie icon of my times which is why i was so surprised to see him pop up in what is essentially a pop video so i was right when i let this one go really i think it's gonna be carl barrett of course it's gonna be carl barrett of the libertines um it's like seeing johnny marr pop up it just seems weird that would have been great (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I would have. I really would have Can loved to see Johnny Can you imagine Morrissey doing that? I mean, <laughs> no, he absolutely no wouldn't. But... I mean, I wasn't even going to say Morrissey because it's so out of the realms of possibility. Yeah, yeah. but that's why it'd be funny. Yeah, it would be great. Or, <laughs> Him with his flower. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Or like, or uh, Pete Doherty turning up just looking really ill. <laughs> <laughs> just like, asleep on the sofa. Yeah, yeah well, Macaulay Culkin sits next to him in a West Ham shirt. <laughs> Um, no, <laughs> no, it's Carl Barrett who, um, <laughs> yeah, I've I've loved uh, pretty much ever since I first fell in love with music. The beginning of the Libertines really tied in with me getting totally into stuff. And I know I've talked about this stuff before, yeah, but I cannot understate how much Libertines meant to me as I started out on this journey that brought me to this very chair and this very microphone and your very ears, listeners. So. 
it had to be that really and he looks cool he's got like a little white vest on just making a little cigarette yeah kind of being cool but also kind of being like a bit sensual what I like about it is the mixture of the two things that are happening you've got indie icon slicked back hair vest looking quite hard very much sat in front of incredibly flowery pink wallpaper doing a bit of an impression of uh, Alex Turner possibly so which speaking of which did you um, did you see the video of Alex Turner doing karaoke this week no apparently it was really good he was really really going for it in an almost completely empty room really and I would say it was too much especially it looked like I feel like you just really don't like them anymore though so I'm not really going to listen to you no but like it looked like someone's house where someone just had like brought a little microphone out for karaoke. And you can kind of hear behind the camera that no one really knows how to react to how much he is putting in to his performance. I'm just going to say that. Well, I've seen uh, Sin. I've I've sinned. I'm Sinbad. I've seen What's-Her-Face, Lean Lana Del Rey do karaoke. And she can't sing. <laughs> she just can't sing. That's just a thing. Well, I've seen. Nope. <laughs> I've seen Dolly Parton do karaoke, and her shoes broke. <laughs> made out. <laughs> I was gonna I say. Literally, I could feel the cocks going in my head. Shoes. <laughs> I'm sweating. <laughs> I'm thinking something. Thinking something. Shoes broke. <laughs> well, because I said Dolly Parton, and I thought, why have I said that? I don't know what to say now. I was just thinking, <laughs> when did you do that? You... <laughs> yeah, anyway, um, back to Carl Barrett. Yeah. What a lovely surprise to see him there. And um, I feel like he's been a bit right, less active in recent years. I saw I'm... him the other day, just down here. <laughs> Literally. Oh, yeah, I did once as well. 30 seconds from, oh, from this office. Yeah. Him and his girlfriend walked right past me. I did. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> I did the very same thing much longer ago, but I wonder whether maybe he lives in Brighton now. Oh, when I said the other day, by the way, it was like four months ago. I think this was probably over a year ago. Okay. But still, I did see him and I did not go up to him. Yeah, no. So, I yeah, don't... maybe he's a Brighton resident. Maybe he is a Trax listener. If you are, hello, Carl. Please come on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, if he lives around the corner, then we will get him on. But yeah, so I'm going to play... Run with the boys, which is from 2011's Death Fires Burn at Night. I think since we met, I've got some regrets. This girl that I told Ran all the way wrong I'm seeing this girl To help me behave So there you have it, that was the one, the only Carl Barrett And we move on to our third and final subject question thing Harry Tim If you could add one famous face to the video Who would it be and what would you have them doing? What would I have them doing? So, I personally went with who would seem the most out of place. I mean, it's an absolutely fair 
line of inquiry yeah. to go down. Thank you. Um, <laughs> it, this was very hard to do because there's a lot of people out there. Um, you brought one up. I don't know if you wanted to say it, but I thought that was a good shout. Which one was that? Of Tom York. Oh, yeah. Tom York would have been funny. Just kind of straight-faced. Yeah, because I feel like everything is so like happy and upbeat, and I just like the fact, the idea of it then cutting to Tom York just not doing anything. Mm. Maybe in that video where the water's just like rising over his face. <laughs> just <laughs> what he's doing is drowning in a little <laughs> weird vase thing. And then it skips to someone eating yeah. some jelly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it skips uh, to Diplo doing... Uh, uh, what they call curls curls with cats (laughs) yeah so the person I'm going to go for is Mr Ozzy Osbourne great shout thank you now funnily enough the first thing I was thinking of is maybe having him like biting the head off of something that's like playful so instead of a bat... Nice, like a rubber duck. Yeah, or like a teddy bear. But the then whole <laughs> teddy bears are quite big. How are you going to bite a head off one of them? A smaller teddy bear. <laughs> a little key ring But then, bear. like, biting the head off a teddy bear and seeing all the stuffing in that, that's still quite aggressive, isn't it? Yeah. 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 I so mean, I think that... just general biting. Biting is generally frowned upon. Unless he was biting into, like... A peach A donut. Because that is the whole point is it's like things that uh, women get made to do in videos, like yeah. biting into like a really juicy fruit, Ozzy Osbourne, yeah. <laughs> and but still looking quite confused while he's doing it. <laughs> What's this? <laughs> yeah. and then he turns to the camera with just like peach juice dripping down his chin. I've got a peach. I can't do his voice. I've forgotten what it is. Brummy, isn't he? <laughs> that was uh, that was the. Johnny Vegas. Monkey! Yeah. I've got a peach, monkey! <laughs> What's up? Like, oh, oh, I've got a peach. <laughs> oh, God. I can't do it. I need time to think about it. I'm trying to do like a... I mean, it's accent. like when, um, when you're trying to do an Irish accent, you say... Thir- <laughs> <laughs> no, you say 33... Charity Dree. Because that like gets you in the zone. To do Ozzy Osbourne, you just have to shout Sharon, because that's basically all you Sharon! You sound very monkey. Sharon! Where's me monkey? I don't want deadly tea. <laughs> hey, gone this Sharon! <laughs> I can't do it, Tim. I need to hear him. <laughs> I can't do a premise in like a husky tone. Oh so, dear. So I'm gonna stop. Um yeah, let's go with that then I think. Just the other thing was just him I don't know, doing something really simple but i like the idea or or just him sitting i like the idea of him being bemused like sitting at a table with like scones with like the jam and cream and just looking at them like what's this (laughs) 
on a stanner stair lift, <laughs> just slowly going out of shot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, something like that. Or like I said earlier, just sitting there with some jelly. <laughs> with cream. Maybe in a big jelly. Yeah. Just uh, his head popping. <laughs> what was the first option again that I said? Uh, eating a teddy bear and then eating some fruit, I think. Yeah, like eat, eating a, yeah, a luscious, like juicy fruit. I think that would be really funny. Nice. Just slurp, slurping into like a peach or a nectarin. A juicy nectarin. A what? A nectarin. It's a nectarine. I mean, this is a whole other podcast. Sean, where's my nectarine? <laughs> that was purposely bad, by the way. I have to point that Play out. Play the song. Right, this is uh, Mama, I'm Coming Home by Ozzy Osbourne. So I hope you all imagined uh, Ozzy Osbourne biting into a Nectron. <laughs> a Nectron 3000. <laughs> so Tim, who would you like to see in this video? So I've gone for uh, one of my favourite artists of the last few years because um, generally everyone in there is pretty new, pretty relevant. And this is a band who only two or three years ago hit the big time pretty much for the first time. But in a very particular way. There was a performance on, I think it was Letterman. Yeah. So the band are called Future Islands, and the lead singer is called Samuel T. Herring. And he has a very, very well-known way of expressing himself through his dancing and his body. Yeah. And it's quite intense. It's quite energetic and big. And every time they bring out a new song or there's like a new video of them performing live, I'm just really, really excited to see what on earth he's up to right now. And as the whole point of um, this video is, it's kind of inverting what women are forced to do in crappy music videos. What I want to see Samuel T. Herring doing is pole dancing. I would love to see his take on the pole. I feel like he would potentially like just rip it from the ground. I mean, I'm basically turning him into the Hulk at this stage because I was about to say he's going to bend the pole, <laughs> throw it at someone. But like, I just feel it would be so energetic and exciting. And just to cut to that from all these like kind of cutesy, fun things, just him being very intense. Yeah. That would be right up my street. That intense, is like, uh, is it my number, the Foles video with the... Like female uh, bodybuilders. Uh, that is no, it's oh god, what's that song called? Um, Total Life Forever. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, cool. Yes, <laughs> a bit like that, but just kind of a weird juxtaposition to the rest of the video. That is what I have gone for, and also I've kind of just done it because uh, Future Island brought out an album back in April called uh, The Far Field, which we just kind of in the midst of everything else that was going on we just kind of didn't play and I really really loved it I thought it was absolutely brilliant 
and deserved kind of more coverage from us. And I think um, I think you'd really love it too. I don't know how much of a fan you are of Future Islands. Uh, I think they're all right. You like um, there's a song I play a lot when we're uh, sort yeah, of the, the, pre the, and post yeah. uh, recording called "Back in the Tall Grass," which I know you like. Yeah, there's some things you show me which I liked, but they're 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 not somebody that I've kind of looked in after looked into after. Yeah, I think you should. Okay. The song I'm going to play is called "Ran," which I think was the first single or the second single from this album. Yeah, it was actually a song you wanted to play that you switched at the last minute. Oh, is that true? Yeah, don't even remember it. Yeah. But I did like it. This is proof that I like that song. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to play it. Here we go. This is Future Islands with Ram. There was Future Islands with Ran, and that brings to a close um, an episode that maybe seemed like a better idea before we started than it actually felt in the middle. But oh, yeah, I hope it's been entertaining. I, I mean, I like my cheeks hurt a little bit, so that's always yeah. the sign of a good recording session. Whether our listeners' cheeks hurt after listening to it, only time will tell. If, it, if your cheeks have hurt, do tweet us at Trackshow. Or if you've giggled a bit, I'll take a giggle. I'd take a smirk at this stage. Yeah. I wouldn't take a blank face. <laughs> if you had a blank face, uh, delete the podcast. Now. Tweet us with an emoji that represents you while you listen to this episode. God, imagine if we got an aubergine. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know what to take. Would you be happy or scared? Scared. And a bit happy. A bit happy because I'm childish, but also, yeah. like, why? <laughs> are we dicks, or are we just a nice fruity pear, vegetably pear? It's <laughs> not vegetably pear. Um, I didn't I say it was a pear. Are oh. we? Are we a pear oh. of two people? <laughs> oh, I thought you were saying are we a vegetably pear. <laughs> That's what I did. Someone shows me an aubergine, and I'm like, oh, a vegetable pear. <laughs> <laughs> let's finish the podcast <laughs> um, thank you so much for listening as ever we appreciate it so much I have been Tim I have been Harry this has been Tracks, and there's only really one song that we could possibly take it out on this episode it's Charlie XCX with Boys